From Fred House Studios in Farmersville, California, it's Garbage Time Points with Mike. In California, I'm like a two. Alaska, though, I might be like an eight. And Rick. Let me get a t-shirt. Short, sweet, and slutty. A Wizard Fart Production. Uh, this is Manny Pacquiao. And now, here's Mike and Rick. Alright everybody, welcome back for another episode of Garbage Time Points with Mike and Rick. I am Mike, your Fantasy Football Hall of Famer. This is Rick, I don't know if Rick is playing peekaboo with me right now. Playing sure peekaboo, what he doing. couldn't see me. Yeah, better when you play sucker, dude. <laughs> no, yeah. no, you're, no, better. Like you're, no, you're way that. better at that than I am. You trying to pass it off now? No, you're trying to pass you're on, it off. You're on the you're cover of the box. Better. You're on the <laughs> cover of the box, dude. You invented the game. You're the Monopoly man of, of the game. game dude. Yeah, do not pass go without sucking some dick. <laughs> <laughs> That's yours. <laughs> yes. Always. Reinforce that joke. And, uh, of course, the guy across the table from us is uh, Fredo. How are you doing today, Fredo? I'm doing pretty good. Were, were you expecting it right now? What? Hawaiian name? Did you think Hawaiian name was coming right now? No. Because <laughs> uh, I looked up to start to say, like, you know, here's Fredo. And then I saw, like, a little, like, he started, <laughs> he started a little grin, like, you thought maybe I was going to say it. But no, we'll, we'll just keep that the one uh, show. I had a comeback for that, too. Did you? Mm-hmm. Well, too bad. We're never going to find out what it is. Oh, nope. man. Is it a comeback for, like, me <laughs> saying it to you? Or is it to me? Or is it just anybody can say it to you? We'll never know. Because <laughs> I'm still waiting to see if there's like anybody who listens to the show who says it. I haven't heard anybody say it to you yet. No. Nope. Yeah. Don't expect anybody to do. I thought it was damn good, too. I mean, I'm not telling you guys you should, but I mean, like, you guys should start using that nickname. Nope. The nickname? Yeah. Nope. It's pretty good. Anyways, though, you can follow us on Twitter at GTP Mike and Rick, at Michael double underscore Gaspar, at Richard underscore Reposa, uh, at Have Zero. And at GTP Podcast. Go there for all your hot FanDuel takes. Hot takes. Hot, hot FanDuel takes. <laughs> uh, you can look for us on Facebook. Search Garbage Time Points. We are on iTunes as well. Go listen to us there. And also go visit gtppodcast.com. Uh, you'll find our show there. Uh, my weekly sit, start, and sneaky. And also the guys from the Pod Express put their show there. We'll be talking with uh, Mike from the Pod Express uh, after we get done with our, our uh, fantasy football segment, hit on some Survivor Series because that just happened this weekend. So, uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Look, we're going to do a condensed show because um, something that I noticed and remembered, I guess remembered today, was that shows of Thanksgiving past never really did that well. Shows of Thanksgiving past. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to do a shorter show. We're just going to do some fantasy football talk. And if that's all you came for, you can go ahead and turn it off after that because then we're going to be talking to Mike. But I hope you don't turn it off, man. I hope that you like wrestling, too, like we do, because we like wrestling. We like it a lot. And uh, we'll talk it with him because I'm sure he's got some uh, some thoughts about this past weekend's show. Do you have any thoughts about this past weekend's show? Don't say it right now, Rick. I was just asking you. I just yeah. to see. You started making a face like you did, so I was like, okay, I know he's got something. Yeah. Fredo. He's he's doing what Fredo does. Who I, cares? No, you care, Fredo. You were tweeting about it. I was. You were tweeting about I was. it. Tweet tweeting, even though he told us he wasn't gonna watch it. Yeah, I ended up watching it. Yeah, he did. It's all good though. Hey, all right, real quick before we start jumping into fantasy football, uh, GTP FanDuel contest. Thirteen, thirteen people again. So we're pretty much stuck on that. We would have had fourteen, but uh, we won this week. Uh, we're gonna get to it right now. Um, Oh, okay. Uh, first of all, our winner, Queerbait. Hey, good job. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean the same person, but Rick. Rick, uh, Rick good job, man. You put up some... Put up, I don't know if you put up a lot of points compared to other uh, uh, winners pass. contests. Winners no, pass. I'm not talking like for this one. I'm talking about... Because, you know, last week you can kind of gauge it playing in other ones. But yeah. uh, I think you put up like 143. Yeah, one four three means I love you though. <laughs> one four three, I, I love you. Can someone explain to me why that means I love you? I have no idea. Fredo, do you know that? Mm-mm. You're emoji oh, guy. Oh, I just thought of it right now. Huh? What? You knew it. No, Rick <laughs> knew it. Okay, go ahead. One I. Uh huh. Love L O V E four. Three. Oh, you knew three, it, Rick. 
You didn't just think of it right now. <laughs> I swear, I had no I've idea. Never, I've never I known swear. Rick as a riddles guy. Rick's never been like, I just Rick solved the riddles. riddles. <laughs> that is true, but I just got it right now. Yeah, no, you knew it. Why would I lie about it? Because you didn't want to jump it all fast about it and be like, <laughs> because tonight is the night. I know my calculus. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking beautiful mind. One, one, four, three, one, I, four, L. <laughs> 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 I swear. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that yeah. scene. I swear. Yeah. 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 It was like the uh, uh, the hangover where all the equations are. <laughs> but it was just cheeseburgers Man, and you, pizza and wings. <laughs> If you get a chance, I don't know if you want to, I think you will because you like doing funny stuff like this. Take that gif or jif and put Rick's face in there instead of uh, that dude where it shows all the equations going past his face. And that's what Rick did right now, even though he did it because he knew it right away. <laughs> you're so he had dumb. The, he had the twinkle and the sparkle when yeah, he did it. Yeah, you're so dumb. You're such an idiot. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so so Rick exactly. won. Rick won. He had, a, he had a good weekend. Yes. Yes. Uh, I'd let you in just so I could feel you on top of me. Yeah. Oh, talk to me. Uh, going on to our page two losers, we have Jordan, the dude with the star, still has no no idea who that is. Mm -mm. And second week in a row, Valdez, though. You're a loser. Sorry, guys. Or girls. Jordan could be a girl. Could be. Uh, Jordan cause, Sparks, I'm thinking of? Uh, well, I don't want to say this because it might get Rick going again. I don't know if you remember saying this. <laughs> Rick says he likes girls with guys' names. Yeah. <laughs> girls, like a girl with, like, Danny is her name. Like Danny with an I? Yeah. My brother's name is Danny. What does that yeah. make you feel? <laughs> doesn't make me feel anything. Oh, sorry. His name's Daniel now. <laughs> doesn't, there's a lot of people with a lot of different names, like... Like How many Bruce, people like So you're you're a dream. Uh, okay, there's that meme out there. Everybody knows a douchebag named Mike. Yeah. Okay, like <laughs> so, so your dream your dream, you asked me like wouldn't you want to date? How would you feel about dating somebody named Michelle? And I said, I don't know. I guess I whatever. That was it. Was just like, but, like so your dream was to date a girl named Ricky, like R I K K I. Yeah, that's cool. All right, Robin, Frida, Alex. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> That's just a girl's name. I, I just fucked it up. I just messed it up because it was a girl. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm just looking at Fredo. I was like, what goes with Fredo? <laughs> I was like, no, that's not the point. <laughs> yeah, whatever. All right. Hey, I don't then, think there's anything wrong. Yeah. Nah, I'm just, you know, whatever. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, and finally, in last, last place, Cesar. Le who? The her. Sorry, buddy. But you were in last, last place. I think you only scored like 50 points. Wow. I was heading there. I went with a heavy, heavy Raider dosage in this uh, in this weekend. Uh, it didn't work out for me. Mm -mm. <laughs> it, it did not work hey, out for me. Yeah, yeah, like you just made it a big deal. Like you were looking at your phone like, oh, my God. And I look, I was like, what's going on? Yeah. You're like, I have a lot of guys in the Patriot and Raider game. <laughs> and I was just like, wow, you made that big of a deal for well, that. I made, it, I, I made it feel like there was an emergency going on. Like another, I mean, uh, I mean, like who has that reaction to a mass shooting anymore? They happen all the time. But it was something similar to that. And it yeah. just turned out I had a lot of people from that, team, from that game on my team. All right. So we're going to skip past all the frills. Everything that we uh, put into our show, no cute animal fact. I know that's going to disappoint some of you guys out there. You're probably going to turn it off just because I said it. Nope. Uh, quick hits. Uh, don't have any for you. Sorry. Fuck. But let's just go ahead and jump right into fantasy football. So, Fredo, can we get that? Now let's talk, 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 some, some, some fan to see. Wolfball. <laughs> I always forget that's at the end. I'd say no uh, hockey minute, but we forgot that last week, too. I kind of like forgetting, because you can't forget it on purpose, but when we really do truly forget it, like sad Rick reading it was, is, is good. But then Fredo just like, Jezur <laughs> JG? His name's Thompson. <laughs> what well, are you doing? And he had to read my chicken scratch. Like, yeah. Has anybody seen my writing? Like, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. I can't even read it. Yeah, it's bad. Fredo, sad, yeah. sad music. We need a little sad music right now. All right. It was a bad week. So the injury report. 
Calvin Benjamin, he goes down with a knee injury. He said not to be too serious, but he's going to miss a couple games. They were, feel, they were fearing an ACL, but uh, it turns out it wasn't. It's just like a really bad sprain right now. For right now. But yeah, we'll for see, right now. Like, as he continues to play. Uh, but, yeah, so he's going to be out for a couple weeks. Panthers knew something. Yeah. Uh, Robert Woods, he I guess he avoided serious injury. I just saw it right now. They said that he's going to be out for a couple games. Who knows what that means? Could be the rest sling, of the year. Yeah. yeah, in a sling to leave the game. But it was kind of weird because they carted him off the field for a, for a shoulder injury. He uh, might not have been able to just like because yeah. those shoulder injuries are painful. Like yeah. they're painful. But the real men, they get up and walk off the field. Richard Sherman had a torn Achilles. That's a man. Uh, cool. Yeah. Chris Thompson, man, I, I didn't see that injury. Like, I, we weren't on that game, mostly because Fredo was in charge of the remote and he didn't no, put it on it. No, we were on that game. Oh, did we? Or maybe yeah. I just wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I, I mean, I remember yeah. a lot from yesterday. and I, I'm not saying I was they thinking were, or anything, they were, but I was on one, they were fixed on one of the games. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't see it, but I actually saw the injury today, and man, that did not look good no, at all, man. Tour, it was a broken fibula. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, Fibula so yes, yeah, what one of those T's or F's or whatever, <laughs> one of those, <laughs> one of those yeah, bones. Like I guess I just, just could have said bone. bone. Uh, but yeah, what what else am I missing? I feel like I'm missing something else. I think that's pretty much it, right? Just those three. Uh, there was somebody else, but yeah, those were like yeah. the three big ones with fantasy uh, implications on. Fantasy. Yeah. But yeah. That's going to hurt some teams out there. I mean, for me, the the Chris Thompson one hurts. And he's actually been – he's fallen off a little bit. He hasn't been doing what he did before. But he, in PPR, he's still been producing 10 to 15 points weekly. He's still been, a, you know, uh, an RB2 flex, mm-hmm. you know, must start weekly. Well, probably mm-hmm. for you personally. But I'm, I'm more concerned of what it's going to do to someone like Jared Goff because – that was his. That was his safety blanket, yeah. uh, Robert Woods. Definitely, and uh, they formed a little connection, and that's when the offense really started to take off. Is when he, you know, found Robert Woods. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna have to wait and see what happens with him and the rest of that squad. They have talented guys on that team, yeah. but he, he, he really liked Robert Woods. Well, and somebody had asked me, like, was it Buffalo? Like, you know, basically, was he talented this whole time, and or is it the scheme? And I think it was Buffalo. Plus, he has this new scheme yeah. now. But he always was a productive player in mm, Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. It's this, not like he had terrible games. Like, yeah. he was a good spot start yeah. when you needed somebody. It's like you could pick Robert Woods off in, uh, up in, in Buffalo and put him in your lineup for a bye week yeah. and hope for the best. And sometimes he would deliver, yeah. and sometimes he didn't. But, yeah. I mean, uh, he just found he found he was he went back home, yeah. playing with that little bit extra, not playing up in those, those cold uh, conditions in Buffalo. And Jared Goff plays – Plays in his in his strengths. He plays in a in a fifteen fifteen yards and in yeah. type place where he puts it in a place where he could break, get those yards after contact, yards yeah. after catch, and and break one. You know. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into it. Uh, waiver mm-hmm. wire. Here's a couple names you might want to consider. Uh, Ryan Fitzmagic, Rick's boy, called him the spark plug, and what do you know? They came out and won a game. Yeah. Who knows if that last? Didn't they win last week too? Oh, they beat the Jets. That's right. In that yeah. sloppy, sloppy game. Row, but he like, didn't perform in that game. He didn't spark plug it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Because it was a, it was rainy and everything. Yeah. Like, but yeah, no. This, I'm telling you, that was he was the he was the right fit for them. Came out did some things. Uh, Josh McCown. They are off of a bye week. Uh, he's been doing some things. I know he had a bad game against Tampa Bay, but other than that, he's been productive. You could put him in there. I know that bye weeks are done, so you probably don't have to worry about it. But Sometimes you just got to play the matchups. But, yeah, we'll go. Uh, Tyrod Taylor. I don't know why I would tell you to pick him up other than five five interceptions. That's all we got to say. Nathan, wow. Nathan Peterson. Five interceptions. Whatever. See, that's how much it, it means. Five interceptions, first half. That's not bad, bad for, what, his first time? Uh, that's bad. That's really bad. Yeah, that's bad. For his first time. Fred is like, he tried, though. Yeah. <laughs> Glass half full over here. Uh, at running back, how about Devontae Booker? They started giving him a lot of run in this last game. Uh, CJ just hasn't been cutting it. They, for some reason, have decided they don't want to hand the ball to Jamal Charles. Hmm. And uh, Devontae Booker kind of took over and had himself a nice oh, little yeah. game. Devontae Foreman. Oh, Deontay Foreman, yeah. Deontay Foreman. Yeah, that's right. He went down. Torn Achilles. Yep. Ouch. Uh, Damian Williams, he's good for at least one run a game. And he gave you one last game. So you can go out there and roster him. He's there. Or Kenyon Drake, whichever one. I mean, I just wrote down Jamal Williams because he's a starter. 
but I really don't really recommend you picking him up because that offense is a mess. He had he was the only highlighted that or him yeah. and Devontae Adams were the two highlights. Yeah, Devontae Adams. Uh Austin Eckler continues to do things. You gotta pick up I wouldn't necessarily say that uh Gordon is slowing down. I think they just like what they have in Eckler. Well I think that they realize that they can't give Gordon 25, 30 There's 40 touches. touches. Go out and have fun. No, <laughs> you he know? Can't, he's going to break down. Like they yeah. got to limit his touches. Yep. Uh, Samaj P. Ryan, Rick's boy. He looked good. He's plotting. He's a plotter, but uh, he gave him 123 yards, I believe it was, uh, after Chris Thompson went down. Uh, it looks like he's. it's his backfield now. There's nobody else there with him. I mean, Rob, Rob Kelly's on IR now. It's really just him. And I don't even know who their fourth running back is. Do you know? Oh, man. No. I can't off the top of my head. I don't know. Uh, Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis, as he passed two games and put in the points. Yeah. I really thought it was like I really thought it was going to be a Rex Burkhead game, and uh, then he fumbled his opportunity away. Yeah. Like you, like you were saying, uh, once you once you get that fumble for Bill Belichick, it takes a little bit to get back in his yeah. good graces. When he started out, it, it being his game, yeah, it looked like it was going to be, and then you know that little fumble. Uh, and Alex Collins, he's the lead dog right now in, in Baltimore. And why he's out there on, on waiver wire, I don't know. But uh, go out there and pick him up. Uh, Corey Coleman, he's a Brown, yes, but they put up some numbers. Kenny Stills, especially if Matt Moore plays, because Matt Moore loved him from Kenny Stills. Jameson Crowder, he's up and down this year. Kind of trending up a little bit right now with Kirk Cousins playing a little bit better. Let's see. Mike Wallace had a touchdown last week. I wouldn't, I don't know, I just threw a name out there for him. Uh, Bruce Ellington. Tom Savage likes him, man. He likes Tom, Tom Bruce Savage Bruce. likes him some uh, some Bruce Ellington. Let's Bruce, Bruce right there it. in the slot. He was looking for him a lot, so go out there and pick him up. Mm-hmm. I hate when Fredo looks at me like that when I'm talking, <laughs> man, because I know he's just taking in all the information. That's why I got to put out some uh, some little whatever's on him. Got to try to throw him off. I think why? it worked last week. <clears throat> I beat you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Josh Doxson. He's the top dog now in Washington. Mm-hmm. He made made a couple nice catches. It was like four for 81, but uh, he spreads the ball around a lot up there, Kirk Cousins. So, I don't know. Up, he's hot and he's cold. He's yes and he's no sometimes. Byron Marshall. And uh, who? Byron Marshall. Oh, that's P. right. Ryan. That's right. Uh, Cooper Cup, especially now with Robert Woods being out, he's going to be a nice little pickup. He's out there. He's available. Uh, at tight end, you got Adam Shaheen. You don't know who he is? I'll tell you later. O.J. Howard. I, this could just be a fluke week for him. He's, this is what it, is this what he is now? They got a lot of mouth. One week, feed. off week, yeah, it could be. Uh, Greg Olson. I don't know if anybody dropped him in your league, uh, but if they did, go out and pick him up. He's coming back. He's Cam's guy. That's his boy. Uh, Charles Clay. Only if Tyrod gets the job. Yes. If Tyrod gets the job, Charles Clay all the way. And here's your here's your uh, sneaking it around the whole yeah. time. Here's your here, here's your little sneaky pickup of the week because we didn't even know who he was. Oh, Ricky Seals Jones. Ricky Seals Jones, the tight end for the uh, Arizona Cardinals, out of nowhere, scores two touchdowns with Blaine Gabbert back there. Uh, he probably works with them, and that's why yeah, he's out there. He that's probably, probably why. But especially in dynasty leagues, why not pick the guy up and see why what he has? Not? He has the, he, Give him dude, a run. He looks good. He looks like one of those athletic wide receiver Ricky tight ends. Yeah, so we'll see about Ricky Seals-Jones. Keep an eye on him. I'm not telling you to go pick him up in redraft leagues. He but, averaged 12 points in yeah. fantasy football. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on. Sit, start, sneaky plays of the week. Let's run through these. Rick, who are you sitting at quarterback? Uh, Josh McCown playing the Panthers. Panteras. <laughs> no reason? That's why. All right. Uh, I'm saying sit Derek Carr. Uh, it's not been a good year. I thought that they would have a good week. Yeah, who was that? I don't know. Um, uh, but, yeah, coming off a of bye, they couldn't even put up numbers against the Patriots defense that has just been kind of gashed this year. Uh, Derek Carr is not looking good. Todd, Dow- Todd Dowling really hurts that offense. I am just so disappointed in that offense so right now, man. So disappointed. All right, who are you starting next week? Kirk Cousins. It's on Thanksgiving, and they're playing the Giants on primetime, baby. Oh. This is his time to shine. He's put up 30 points the last two weeks, and he's ready to bone them. McAdoo's boys, though. You like that? Got the pep talk. Like he doesn't give a shit. They got the pep talk. He doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I'm going with Matt Ryan. He's been heating up. 
20 points in three of the past four weeks. Gets the Bucks coming to town. They're a get-right game. And uh, as far as I know, he's throwing a touchdown tonight. So who knows? Of course, that's against the Seahawks with their, I don't even know. You can't even call them Legion, Legion of Boom anymore. Why not? Because the Legion of Backups. Yeah. Mm. The Legion of who? <laughs> yeah. All right, who's your sneaky play? Andy Dalton's. They're playing the Cleveland Browns at Cincinnati. A nice, friendly game for them. Should put up two touchdowns, so 250 yards. If he gets that third one, it'd be a nice capper. But mm-hmm. two touchdowns, 250, I think is a nice, easy day for him. Uh, I'm saying Jared Goff. Rough week last week against the Vikings. Uh, but they get to go home. They play a Saints defense. That they're, they they, they're, they're missing some people now, man. People are getting hurt on that defense. And uh, they just lost Alex Okafor. So he's going to have a little bit of time back there in the pocket. Even though he lost Robert Woods, I still like Goff. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, who are you sitting at running back? Marshawn Lynch. I mean, and you could do it for all the Raiders running backs. I think the offense is just pretty much put, 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 yep. put, put, put. Mm-hmm. And they're playing Denver. True. Uh, I'm saying Joe Mixon. Like, I am still on record, and I will continue to say this, that he is the best running back from this rookie class. But on that team, with that offensive line, I just do not see it happening. And the Browns, as bad as they are, they're actually pretty good against the run. So uh, I would be sitting Joe Mixon this week. Who are you starting? Lamar Miller. I was a little bit worried about him the last couple weeks without Deshaun. How would that offense look? He's still getting his num-nums. Yeah. Uh, Talked about him a little bit earlier. Well, not really talked about him, but whatever. I mentioned him. Deion Lewis. Thought last week was Rex Burkhead's day. It was not. Uh, But Deion Lewis, the past two games, putting up 15-plus fantasy points uh, in PPR leagues. And they get the Dolphins. They go with the 10th most points to running backs in fantasy football. So go ahead and get him in there. Uh, who's your sneaky? Uh, Theo Reddick. Thanksgiving, and they are playing uh, Minnesota. But I figure they're going to probably be di- probably be down. They're going to be throwing the ball a lot. It's going to be Theo. It's going to be Theo's time to shine. Uh, everybody. And this is kind of my – you never like you're always worried about playing guys on Thursday night games typically, but – this is Thanksgiving. Yeah, Thanksgiving's different. You want to play your guys. like Because there's more than one game. I think you feel better about it because there's yeah. more than one game going on. Yeah, and like more because like, cause like they know everybody's watching. Like yeah. it's, a, it's a holiday. Like they come to play. And like, yeah, some guys might not, might not, but it might be some guy having three touchdowns that day. Like he's getting his extra num-nums instead yeah. of it being spread around. He's just getting extra stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Corey Clement. He is doing – what I thought Wendell Small would would be doing, Wendell and that's filling Small in for uh for uh Darren Sproles, seven touchdowns this year, and he's getting a lot of red zone snaps. Yeah, uh, they play the Bears this coming up week, and the Bears give up the eleventh most points to running backs. So Corey Clement, I like him. I played him last week. I was pretty happy about that, even though I got my ass kicked by my brother yeah. Danny. Oh, I shouldn't say Danny. You like those names? Dude, <laughs> uh, turned down. Wide receiver. Who are you sitting at? Wide receiver. Jermaine Curse. He hasn't really been playing very well the last few weeks. He's actually been down because Robbie Anderson's been getting more of the run. Mm-hmm. And again, they're playing Carolina. The mm-hmm. uh, Jordy Nelson. Okay, you're Mr. Captain Obvious. Yeah. What is it, Captain Obvious? Yeah, you are. People still put him in their lineups. People still put him in their because that's what they have. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Take him out. I would even say cut him at this point. Yeah. T.Y. Hilton. Good. In, in redraft leagues, yeah. yeah. Why not? Yeah. Uh, all right, who are you starting? Uh, Marvin Jones, again, Thanksgiving, and they're playing. Man, you love you some Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving, guys, man. <laughs> I love Thanksgiving, guys. Um, Go. That was it? Marvin Jones. Uh, I'm saying Emmanuel Number Sanders uh, didn't have a good week against the Bengals, but they have a get-right game against, that's right, you guessed it, the Raiders, and the Raiders, Swiss cheese defense. So, Manuel Sanders. Actually, I would say him and Demarius Thomas. Play them both. Play them both. Demarius has actually been outplaying them like, for a while. Now. For one game. Uh, all right, sneaky. Yeah, wow. Uh, sneaky play. Who you got? Your butt cheeks. Oh, no. Uh, they're always <laughs> they're always loud and proud, baby. <laughs> loud and proud. Kenny Stills. Yeah. That's it? Kenny Stills. <laughs> all right, I'm saying Muhammad Sanu. Uh, it's kind of like a rotating, uh, revolving door, I should say, uh, between Sanu Hooper and, and uh, Gabriel 
as to who gets like the second most looks. And I'm saying that it's going to be Sanu against the Bucks. It could be everybody because it's the Bucks, but I'm saying Muhammad Sanu is a Good nice, sneaky play. Who are you sitting at tight end? Uh, Cameron Brate. Connor Cameron Brate. Yeah, him. Cameron Connor Brate. Uh, I'm sitting Hunter Henry. Um, man, he just hasn't lived up to the hype. And uh, he just gets lost in the shuffle, especially with, like, everybody getting healthy around there. Mike Williams coming back. Keenan Allen starting to do Keenan Allen things again after a couple games of not doing that. Uh, Antonio Gates continuing to just get targets, even though he's old, but still kind of puts up numbers sometimes, but not really. Mm-hmm. So uh, until he proves he can do it consistently, I'm, I, I can't recommend you play Hunter Henry, man, because it's just too much of a risk. Yep. Uh, who are you starting? Uh, Vernon Davis. Uh, they are playing the Giants on Thanksgiving. And that, that's gobble, gobble. I know, hey, right? And he's going to get his num-nums. Yeah. Okay. Everybody gets their num-nums on yeah. Thanksgiving. Rick's grinders. <laughs> Here, dudes, Rick wants to grind on. <laughs> <laughs> that's, dude, that's a long list. Yeah. Uh, I'm starting Jared Cook. Uh, the offense is not playing well, but he seems to be consist- the only consistent thing on it. Mm-hmm. And the Broncos as good as they are against the pass, are really bad against tight ends. They give up the uh, second most points to tight ends. So uh, I think he has a nice little game this week. And finally, who is your sneaky tight end play? My sneaky is Julius Thomas. They're playing the Patriots. So that's very sneaky. Very sneaky. All right, I'm saying Adam Shaheen. Mentioned him earlier. Uh, He's got his opportunity to start the past two weeks. He's caught all six of his targets for 80 yards and a touchdown. Mitchell Trubisky is actually starting to look like an NFL quarterback these past past couple of weeks. And uh, the Eagles are giving up the seventh most points to tight end. So he might be a nice little play for you people starting out there. Him. I'm starting him. Do it. He's actually Good my garbage you. time points player of the week, which Ooh. means he's going to get you some garbage time points. What? And lots of them. What? Ooh, you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know that one, like. Fucking Michael Winslow over here. <laughs> you, know that, you know that one, uh, that sounder? That. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I got it the first time, Rick. Oh. You know what that sound is? Shut up, man. All right, hey. Bitches. If that's all you came for was fantasy football, you can go ahead and stop listening now. But what we're going to do now, we're going to give a call. We're going to talk to uh, Mike from the Pod Express. And uh, we're going to talk some Survivor Series. So uh, let's go ahead and do that. Get him on. Hear what he has to say. Yeah. This call is brought to you by Skype. Russell Wilson. <laughs> it's so dumb, dude. <laughs> hey, all right. On with this right now is uh, Mike from the Podcast Express. Uh, you can follow them on Twitter at the Pod Express. Uh, he's at Get Up Mike, and there's also at Joe Gilbert 1992. So first of all, before we get into anything, guys, I just thought that I should let you know that, I, and I just found this out recently a couple days ago that we have officially made the list of gilberto oh who gives a shit (laughs) he's got some beef and 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 my my beef with mike's beef is that he has beef with me and rick even though it was fredo it was fredo that took credit for the oscar de la hoya thing what? And Mike wants credit for Oscar De La Hoya, Conor McGregor talk, and he's he feels like he didn't get enough of it from us. Oh, well, I'm the I'm the one that brought it up first. I brought it up on our show, and I like and if you remember at the beginning of our last show, I played previously on the podcast Express, and I played the whole clip where I where I come up with the, the idea that Oscar De La Hoya was talking all that shit in order to get a fight with Conor McGregor. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with you, but I feel like this had been brought up before. Like, you didn't break some story. You just no, rehashed no, I, the story. I, I predicted it months ago. I just want credit for my accurate prediction as well. Fredo, do you want to give it to him? Because were you the one that, that didn't do it? Uh, what? Because he wanted some acknowledgement. Like, he wanted us to love him for it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw him a mile away. He's all, it's only setting him up for a match with some no-name yeah. boxer who's, like, not even boxing He's just th- to make money. See, I get the impression that Mike thought we were going to, like, do our show, only we weren't going to talk about anything else. We were going to talk about his awesome prediction about Oscar De La Hoya and Conor McGregor. 
I think that would have been a better show than what you guys had. Yeah. <laughs> Recent, recently, probably. But, uh, hey, you know what? We're sorry. Anything to get us off the list of Gilberto, man. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, you're you're off the list. But you can go back on at any moment, so yeah. be careful. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm not too worried about it. It's it's Rick, <laughs> it's Rick I'm worried about. You know, he's, he's <laughs> right. fragile I'm a wild when it comes card. to that stuff. So uh, <laughs> we got to worry about him. All right, man. So it's been a while since we talked. Uh, just... You know, we've had all this shit going on, but we had Survivor Series this past Sunday. And before we get into, like, any of the matches and stuff, can I just ask you, can can Braun Strowman do no wrong at this point? I don't think that he can. I, I, I think he's the guy, man. He's the star. I, I, I think they're just going to strap the rocket to Braun, and then he's going to be – he'll he'll be your next Hulk Hogan and John Cena. Uh, you know, he's probably got to clean up a little bit, his, his yeah. appearance, but – other than that, I, I think he's the guy, and I think they showed it last night at Survivor Series, uh, the way they ended the show. Yeah, but I, I have a feeling that they're going to kind of go – they won't go the, the Bray uh, Wyatt route as far as he doesn't need a title. But, I, you know, the Undertaker never really needed the title, but they put it on him sometimes. So when you say John Cena, Hulk Hogan, I don't see it going to that, that level where they're like, all right, we need to make sure that this guy has the title at least once a year. Is, am I wrong for thinking that? Um, no, I, I don't. I don't think that you're wrong. I, I, you're right. He probably doesn't need a title, but the fact that they have two world titles essentially, mm-hmm. um, I, I think Roman Reigns is your big star on one brand, and he's the champion. And the on the other one, it's Braun Strowman. It's kind of like John Cena and Randy Orton. Now it's Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. I, I think that Braun goes to SmackDown eventually and becomes the guy there. Yeah. Uh, whether he's the whether he's the champ or not. Uh, he will always be the main event. Is kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. So is he gonna have like? So if you predict him going to SmackDown, is he gonna have like those feuds against AJ Styles? Is he gonna be clashing against him for su- superior superiority over the brand, or is AJ Styles going to Raw at that point? No. So my uh, my prediction is is that uh, unfortunately I think Jinder Mahal gets the title back. And and then Braun Strowman squashes Jinder Mahal in like three minutes, and then you move forward with uh with Braun Strowman as the the main event guy, and then yeah you got you could have a, a number of challengers come up against him. AJ could be one of those guys. You got you know Randy Orton obviously, John Cena, whoever else they want to kind of throw in their way, um, and he can kind of go uh, heel or babyface back and forth. But for the most part, he's just going to be uh, a, a just kind of a badass babyface. Yeah. Uh, you, let me ask you this, because uh, Rick Rick has this theory. Now, I, I didn't agree with it, but I guess I could see where it's coming from. He thought that all the changes to the Survivor Series card was due to the fact that Jericho was going to Wrestle Kingdom to fight uh, Kenny Omega. So do you feel that they did all these last-minute changes to the card because of that? Or is it just like, no, they don't care about Survivor Series enough to change it up? They, they uh, worry more about WrestleMania uh, as opposed to Wrestle Kingdom. Well, yeah, they're not they're not worried about what Jericho's up to. They they did this to the card because uh, they were not having ticket sales the way that they wanted it. Mm. Uh, because you know Survivor Series is kind of a destination event, and they have to sell tickets for not just the Survivor Series show, but it's for the whole weekend. So you're really trying to sell out three shows in a row at the same venue in no four shows in a row at the same venue uh, in the same city. So they wanted to put as much star power as as they possibly could on the show. Um, and whenever they were not getting the ticket sales that they wanted, that's when you started adding Cena. You added Triple H. You you gave them the Brock Lesnar AJ Styles match, and you, you went for that kind of a, a monster show that they should have done in the beginning. But they really only did it whenever they were not getting the sales that they wanted. But isn't that due to people looking at what New Japan is doing, what ROH is doing, and being like, well, why do I have to really do that for that whole weekend whenever I get all these premier talent for their shows? I mean, it's kind of hand-in-hand because it's at the same time, no? No, no, you know, I'm a fan of what New Japan is doing, but I I think that they will get a a very small percentage of the audience that the WWE is going to get. I don't think that they're that worried about it. And people are not going to... That many people are not going to be traveling to Japan to go watch yeah. that. Well, no, I'm not uh, saying it's, it's, that, but buys though they're going to be looking at it because they're looking at buys here in in 
in yeah. how many people buy it here in the United States as compared to you know people who are going to watch it. Right, you're 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 talking about the WWE Network, right? Exactly. Like they're looking yeah, at yeah. they're looking at it more like people aren't excited about this pay per view. Like we have to do something. Yeah, obviously ticket sales have a lot to do with it. They probably saw it like, but it's a, just general excitement of of the pay-per-view because you looked at everybody like, cause on my Twitter feed, like everybody was comparing the two cards. Everybody was looking at it like, dude, we're more excited about new Japan than we are. Like, why are we even going to invest any time in survivor series when we don't care about any of these champions? Like it had nothing to do with what they wanted. Yeah. You know, you know, most, the, the vast majority of the audience doesn't care what's going on in new Japan. And that's just the, you know, like they, New Japan might sell ten thousand subscriptions to New Japan World for no, this. And I, they're, no, they're trying I get, to get it on. They're get trying to get that. it on pay per view. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get it on pay per view. Which it, um, it's as of right now, they're not. Um, the plan is to not have it on pay per view. Yeah. Chris Jericho himself is the one trying to get it to be on pay per view because he knows he's going to maximize his profits that way. Mm-hmm. But uh, as of right now, it's New Japan World, and I, I think out of any of us, Fredo's probably the only one that has a subscription. And I, I don't have one because I don't know how to use it. Yeah. And everything everything is in kanji, and I can't, I, you know, even when you do the Google Translate. And I only it's know still Mandarin. Really, <laughs> right, right. And it's still it's still difficult to operate. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> so there was, you know, and another reason why they were had this monster push is because um, you can do a one-time buy for the WWE Network um, for single events for 25 bucks. Yeah. And also picked up Survivor Series. Yeah, and they were selling it because um, Directv had dropped WWE completely. Well, they brought it back, but WWE is not worried about New Japan. They just had the the biggest quarter of revenue in their history ever. Yeah, this it, last quarter, and it only um, and, and so they're not worried about that at all. Yeah, and they knew it. I mean, they had to let Jericho go over there. So this is all part of a plan. Now they're trying to woo Kenny Omega. This is what this is all about, man. Like they're not worried about. Survivor Series against Wrestle Kingdom, like this is this no, is one of the I'm big saying, four, but it's just whatever. I wasn't saying against them, like literally, literally. I'm just you said it like, was a fight to the death. No, I'm saying like <laughs> I'm saying like they people were like the talk of wrestling fans from what like on my Twitter feed was like yeah. the like the hype of New Japan's uh, what is the the world whatever. Was more there was more hype on that main that that pay per view than there was on Survivor Series. People were more excited about it, so I think that's my thing. I wasn't saying like, oh, they're worried about buys or they worried were about the them. buzz. Yeah, they were more. Oh, it yeah, was yeah. Oh, okay. it was more about the talk, the headlines. People were more worried about the headlines of New Japan rather than what was going on with with Survivor Series, and I think that's why they did it. Not worried about buys, not worried about numbers, not worried about anything that had to do with dollars or cents. They wanted to be trendy. I, they I wanted. Just, they well, wanted to be the ones in the in the news. I just. I just. Don't I, that's I, all. I, that's yeah, all I meant. Me, they they care far more about ticket sales, which yeah. adds to their bottom line, than they do about trending on Twitter. Yeah, guaranteed. Vince doesn't guaranteed. Give, Vince doesn't give a shit about anybody. He what he does is what he does, and that's all he cares about. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. All right, so let's get to it. Uh, Survivor Series. You watched it, obviously. Yep. What disappointed you the most about this card? Uh, the main event I, I thought was uh, horrendous. I, I know Joe was on our Twitter, Twitter feed last night, and he went on this huge rant that I still haven't read all the way because it was like 10 tweets in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just about how terrible Fuck. it was. But, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I didn't like how, uh, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura and Bobby Roode were, midi- uh, you know, they were beaten immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Shinsuke got a little bit of offense, but Rude got nothing, and then they were they were kind of killed off. Mm-hmm. And then John Cena, it's like, why did he even come back? Yeah, he came in, he he got a few moves. I think he pinned Samoa Joe with some help from Samoa Joe's own teammates, mm-hmm. and then he just got beat at, like it was nothing. And then so you got you know Randy Orton and, and Shane McMahon against their entire team, and the fact that Shane McMahon, uh, Randy Orton, and then you had Triple H and Kurt Angle, and, you know Braun Strowman obviously as kind of like the last guys. It was just kind of it. That'd be great in 2002, mm-hmm. but in 2017, I thought maybe I'm not like this guy that really gives a shit about pushing younger talent. But you do need to, you know, like have some fresh face, fresh faces in that main event scene. And Kurt Angle, God love him, but he, you know, he was having some issues last night. He was struggling with some of his moves, and he got squashed with the pedigree like 
out of nowhere for no reason. So I, I don't know. And I'm not really that interested in the stories coming out of Survivor Series when that, with that main event. Like, I, I don't really care about a Shane McMahon Triple H feud. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Or him and Kurt Angle. Like, it's going to be at WrestleMania probably. And it's like, who who cares about that? I could actually get behind Braun and Triple H just because I think it would yeah. be cool to see him beat the hell out of him. But I don't know when they would feed him up to him. Like, is that two years in the making? Because you don't waste that match at uh, any other pay-per-view other than WrestleMania. So I don't understand what they're doing there with that whole thing. Um yeah, I was I was disappointed in that match Summer as well. Slam. I didn't I tell you the truth. I didn't think it should have ended the show. I went into that thing thinking that it was going to be Brock and uh, and AJ. It had to be. I mean, like it's, yeah. it's it's your two champions. Why are you not having them close the show? That that match had the most buzz around it, mm-hmm. and it was the least built of the matches. Like they only really did a two week build because this whole time we were thinking it's going to be gender. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would have loved for that to have been the last match and. Despite a couple of botched moves um, on Brock's part, yeah. I, I think there was like a, a, a tornado DDT that I think he just got tired and threw AJ <laughs> off when he was supposed to actually do it. Uh, yeah. And then uh, another one where he was gonna he was gonna clothesline AJ over the rope and AJ was supposed to like duck, but Brock just kind of just jumped over him. It was so weird. Yeah. But other other than those two moves, I I thought that was by far the best match on the show. Yeah. And uh, what was an instant classic, and those guys really worked well together. I just kind of felt bad for AJ. Uh, he he took a beating the entire time, but then you know Brock sold his ass off for him. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was an excellent match. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, that was. Uh yeah, it was it was a, it was better than I expected it to be. Uh, I I kind of had this feeling in the back of my head that they were going to do a squash job on AJ, and I that was one of the reasons I I didn't want it to happen. But uh, they played it out right. Uh, I, I tell I tell you what, I I thought that too, and I was on edge the entire match, thinking yeah. that Brock was just going to finish it. Yeah. So, you know, we hate we hate the matches that Brock's been having lately because they're usually just squash matches in five minutes, and he has but my really, stamina. Like, yeah, that that fact added to this match because you thought it could end at any moment. You yeah, know? yeah. And I so yeah, it sucks. You know, the the Samoa Joe match sucked and the Braun Strowman match sucked, but I I think because of the how he beat those guys in those matches, it really added to the suspense of this match. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh. So am I wrong? I, I before before the pay per view started, I thought the Bar and uh, the Usos were going to be the match of the night, and I really do feel like that was the best match of the night. It didn't have. The biggest names in it, but I thought they put on the best show. Uh, you know, I I thought that they did have a really good match. I honestly like I thought the best one was Brock and AJ because I was on the edge of my seat the whole time, mm-hmm. um, and AJ hit some really cool moves. The Bar and the Usos was really good, and I thought the Shield and New Day was really good too. So I, I think you know if if you say either of those three matches were the best, I wouldn't argue. Yeah, uh, and any thoughts on the women's matches? Uh, that that five on five was terrible. Oscar uh, came out uh, looking good, which I mean, we all knew that going into it that it had to be Oscar the stand, last person standing. I mean, she's the badass. Yeah. Uh, there's no Charlotte on the other side. They had a bunch of people that they could just run through and be okay with it. There was no suspense to that match. Plus, they were botching every other damn move. It was terrible. Yeah, you know, I, I think I set the over under at five botched moves, and I'm pretty sure we we hit the over on that you, one. You could have match. set that higher. Yeah, it, it was it was absolutely terrible, and I kind of come off as sexist apparently whenever I talk about the women's <laughs> matches. Mm-hmm. But even like the 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 ones that are really good, even they're sloppy as shit. Yeah. Like it's just, and I I had this argument with Joe. I was like, I think you guys are setting your standards a lot lower to meet your expectations for their matches, and yeah. I'm not willing to do that. So. Yeah. Those matches are terrible. I didn't like any of it. Yeah. <laughs> it all I, sucked. It's more I of a, honestly like Natalia and Oscar was okay, but even then, I didn't think that was that good. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I agree with you when you say it. And I know you're not coming from a bad place when you say it, because when I heard you say it the first time, I was like, I get what you're saying. But if like if, if a woman heard this or someone who's really into women's re- uh, wrestling heard this. You're going to catch some shit. And I was like, here comes Gilbert drama number two yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, but I totally get only, what you're saying, man. Yeah, well, thankfully, only 30 people listen to the show. So it's <laughs> not that big of a deal. I could say whatever I want. It, on, it only takes one, man. It only takes <laughs> one. But, yeah, I was, uh, I, I get what you're saying. It, and you can't really come out and say it loud. I know, uh, uh, you don't care about the backlash, obviously, with Baron Corbin, you know, using your military card and all that. But that's another story. But, uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, man, uh, I'm with you on it. When they do better than I expected them to do, that's when they get some praise out of it. But, I mean, it's just a hard product to watch, and I'm glad that they're doing it for people and people really enjoy it. But it's hard to watch women's wrestling, man. Yeah, it could it could be uh, really difficult, especially when, you know, they're on the same show as some of the guys, like, you know, that are having these amazing matches, you know. Yeah. So, uh how do you feel? How do, I'm really disappointed in this. How do you feel about your boy Baron Corbin going over on the Miz? I I, I was disappointed in it too. Um, I just I really just don't see a whole lot in the guy. Uh, I think the Miz is the bigger star and has the more upside. But I think they're I think they because they knew how they were going to do the main event where they were going to have Raw win and they're going to make Braun Strowman look strong. They had to get at least three SmackDown victories. And that just happened to be one of them. And Miz loses all the time, and he always comes back. So yeah. I, it, it was on my who gives a shit, because really, who gives a shit who won or lost that match? Yeah, yeah. That was... Baron Corbin, man, what a waste of fucking air. Right? I mean, the guy can't cut a promo at all. Uh, his matches are no. boring as hell. Yeah, when he's trying to have cut a promo on The Miz, it's like throwing rocks at a tank. Yeah. The Miz is just so far above and beyond better than this guy. And I, I know that he played a lot of football and he did some boxing, so maybe he's got some CTE. But the guy can't really form a sentence. He's got negative charisma. I, I just kind of feel bad for the guy, you know, because they, they have these expectations that he's just never going to meet. Yeah. I think the highlight of that match was his entrance in that sign that said Balding Corbin. <laughs> like, that was probably the highlight of that match for me. Uh, but, yeah, uh, how many how many stars in? I know you guys do your stars rating. Survivor Series, summed up, how many stars out of five? Uh, out of five, I uh, probably, I, I would go, because there's three really good matches on it, probably three and a half. Yeah. I guess because, I you know, I, I would say Brock and AJ was probably four or above. Shield and New Day, four or above. And then the Bar versus the Usos was four and above. Yeah. So you got you got those three really good matches. And then it's not like the Miz and Corbin match was bad. It was just kind of there. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I honestly, I took a shit during that match. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I followed along on Twitter. So, yeah. Uh, it, it, did, it didn't really hurt me too much that that match happened to be on. And then during the the women's one, I actually cleaned the kitchen. Um, so <laughs> there you, so that also like I I kind of caught some of the botched moves, and then you see the 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 gifs on Twitter. So yeah, uh, yeah wasn't too offended by it. I, I it was an enjoyable night. So me. wait, hold so, on. Uh, before uh, before you went to go do the kitchen. Did you say, well, I guess it's time for me to go do some woman's work during this woman's match? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, if they're uh, doing the men's work, I'll do the women's work, right? <laughs> but did the end end of it save it for you? Like, yeah, the, the last match was was a disaster, but was it was Braun choke slamming Triple H? Like, did that save the that end for you? Like, was that all right? Did that justify that shitty, you know, the shitty countdown to it? No, because no. <laughs> I, no. I just don't. I just don't know where they're going with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, honestly, I I would have been happier had uh, you know SmackDown been up like f- like four to one, and then Braun Strowman like beat four guys in a row by killing them. I would have been happy. With that. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm okay with Braun pinning Nakamura and pinning you know John Cena yeah. and Bobby Roode and all yeah. those guys because I think he's the guy. I think yeah. that he is going to draw you the money. I just don't like the way that they did it and the kind of the order that they did it in. But I, I, I don't work in wrestling. I'm just saying that this is in my head. I would have rather seen something different. Well, I so. mean, I was telling my, I mean, my, I was saying, I was saying Cena should should have gone first. Like he was just like that throwing guy. Like it would be funny if like he came in with like with no you know bearing on it and then they just pin him and he's done real quick like that would have made more uh, sense for no me. dude john cena's still a draw he he's still the biggest draw in that company but yeah, it would have been kinda, more funny kind of sad me. the way they it was sad the way that they even treated him last night i because i i honestly think that if they did a samoa joe john cena feud and they did, did it until mania i i think that draws you a lot of money they um, tease us with that too wrong, yeah and whenever th- that's the match that's being booked for madison square garden next month is Joe and Cena. They actually trained together back in the day, so um, I, I see them working really well together. I don't. There's no reason to kill off John Cena, the guy. Yeah. 
It wouldn't be to kill him off. Like that's what I'm saying. Like he's he's past the point where you could do that to him, where you could have all these guys. Like he's the first guy to get eliminated, but you're not killing him because he's John Cena. Well, yeah, but then you know, there's a, a lot of children in that audience that are awfully disappointed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought to to further the Kurt Angle story, they should have eliminated him first. To add to the Stephanie whole little thing like that, yeah, they won. He still keeps his job. Triple H somehow gets rid of him. Get rid of Kurt, Kurt Angle early. That was my thought. Didn't happen. We got that shit show. We're all disappointed in it. It is what it is. Yeah, n- n- none of it worked. None yeah, of it worked. There, there was nowhere to go with that. You, there was nobody that you could point out and say, yeah, this person needs to go first. And then you had a Jason Jordan on the side. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, they should have had him never... out there just sitting in the front row crying. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I was I was thinking that he would turn heel and cost Raw the match. Yeah, and then and then they would do like a Triple H and Kurt Angle feud or Triple H and or a Angle and Jason Jordan. I don't want to see that at WrestleMania. I don't think you waste a Kurt Angle match on, you know, a, a Mania a WrestleMania Kurt Angle match on Jason Jordan. Royal but, Rumble. Yeah, you know, they they do something like that at Royal Rumble or one of those sideshows. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You don't you don't do that there. Not Jason Jordan. <laughs> He couldn't carry that. The one in between yeah. Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. Yeah, between Royal Rumble. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, why don't you let people know how they can uh, listen to your show? Uh, yeah, you can check us out on uh, iTunes and on SoundCloud, also on YouTube. Whenever I do get a chance to upload it, I didn't do that this past weekend. A little busy in the in the Gilbert household, but uh, I, I will get all that stuff done this week. And you can check us out on uh, gtppodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at the Pod Express. And, uh, yeah, man, uh, like, subscribe, review, do all that shit, man. Make us popular. Yeah. I got a prediction. Yo. Gender gets the championship back. Braun steals it from him. Gender can't get it back, so he brings the great Kali. Kali versus Braun at WrestleMania. Oh, no. <laughs> don't, don't put that evil in the world. Yeah, dude, no, we need to edit that out of the show if for some yeah, reason, yeah, Vince. Because you already see that, that, uh, that gif of Vince. <laughs> When he's getting excited. Something. Yeah. No, 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 Fredo. You're, yeah. you're stupid, man. Yeah, yeah. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, thanks for joining us. You know, you got all this information. Go follow these guys. Give them a listen. And uh, they do good work over there. And, uh, hey, thanks for having – or thanks for having fun. <laughs> thanks for being with us, Mike. Shit. <laughs> all, right. all right, man. You guys right. take it easy. You too. Take care, man. All right, see you. All right, so that's some good info right there. SummerSlam, or SummerSlam. See, I'm all over the place now. Survivor it's time to end it. We're way past. I said 30 minutes. We're at 52 minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so that's going to do it for us this week. Be on the lookout for this Thanksgiving edition GTP FanDuel contest. We'll be putting that out. Uh, be on the lookout. Sit, start, sneakies on gtppodcast.com. Listen to us on iTunes. Uh, and that's going to do it for us. So for Rick and for Fer- Fredo. <laughs> Fer- Fredo. Uh, dude, I'm all over the place right there. The coffee's kicking in that I had before I came. And thanks for tuning in. Bye. Listen Bye. next week and we'll try and do better. Bye. Bye. Cookies.